And when COVID broke last year, people were calling it a health crisis. By August, I knew it was a fraud vaccine crisis. And now is the time to take on the fraud within CDC, NIH. They're going to do the cabal, as I call it, where they actually use human beings as guinea pigs for vaccinations. So uh, today we're here with Nicole Boltz, who is uh, someone who also has been injured by the vaccines. And Nicole, tell us about your life before you got your vaccine shots. Um, yes, you know, I'm, I'm a 46-year-old East Coast girl um, and high energy, um, uh, happy, you know, just kind of come by it, my happiness naturally. Um, person and um, I love yoga, uh, meditation, um, walks, time in nature. Um, I love to be active, although I'm not um, the most athletic, not as athletic as my sister, um, but I used to be a long distance runner, but kind of eased up on that to go easier on my joints. So, so yes, but um, I'm post hysterectomy, um, age 40, six years ago, um, endometriosis, sent me in that direction and mm -hmm. I was grateful to have that done. I retain one ovary and um, so I'm not, I, I, I could be in the menopausal area, but I'd like to think I'm not there yet. And, um, but definitely put on weight and the insomnia began after post hysterectomy. Um, and so those were my struggles, my health issues along with um, anxiety. Um, which, so that was pre, that was pre-COVID vaccines. Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, and um, yeah. mm -hmm. so, when did you get your shots, and which ones did you get? May fourth, I received the first dose of Moderna, mm -hmm. and I was not able to receive the second dosage, which would have been June first. Um, I the inflammation or neuroinflammation or whatever it's called was so bad. I, I, I waited till the night before and canceled online, did the responsible thing, let Rite Aid, know, I did the pharmacy know that I was not able to um, make the second appointment. All and, right. So what happened after you got the first shot? Did you have an immediate reaction? You know, interestingly enough, and, and my, and I should preface by saying, I don't have a background in medicine. Um, unlike I know a lot of people that you might be speaking to, um, a background in retail, um, psychology, retail management, banking. I've worn many hats, childcare, uh, preschool teacher. Um, and so <clears throat> at any rate, um, so I received the vaccine May 4th later than a lot of healthcare professionals, but because I've worked with the public, I'm taking a break from working with the public currently, um, cause the public can be nasty, <laughs> um, in retail right now, um, during COVID. And so um, May 4th, I got the vaccine as, as soon as I could, uh, just your average Joe. Right. Uh, and so um, Moderna, and I did not have an immediate reaction. I really just had the, the sore arm, um, you know, the arm of injection site, which was my left arm for about two days, which I know was normal, you know, like a muscular, okay, it's just a little sore from the, which can happen yeah. with flu shots too. Right. And, um, so that seemed normal to me, but within the 48 hours, it was Tuesday evening vaccine, Thursday evening, making dinner, 
Um, and the day of the vaccine, ironically, was a very happy day for me because I had just seen my internist about my yearly blood work. And I was actually having a celebratory dinner at home by myself. My husband was at work uh, making my favorite dinner, having a wine cooler, nothing crazy. And um, my blood work was the best it had been in five years um, because I had taken charge of my health, weight loss, 70 pounds through diet, exercise. Um, I improved every value that could possibly be improved. Total cholesterol down, uh, bad cholesterol, your LDL down, um, you know, the metabolic panel, everything great. And my internist, you know, was pat on the back. I was so excited. So I was celebrating that ironically. Um, two days post vaccine and I'm making dinner ready to call my mom and share the good results with her uh, for my blood work. And I texted my mom and said, something's not right. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, I, I feel dizzy, nauseous. Um, I, I need to lay down and I didn't want to alarm her. So I said, can I just call you in the morning? I'm just going to get a good night of sleep. I guess it's just been a big day, big, exciting mm -hmm. day for me. So I'll just get some sleep. So, um, but I felt like my body was indicating that something was definitely not right. And I felt like it was going to go south pretty soon. And it did. Um, the, the dizzy, the, the, the dizziness and nausea, it wasn't vertigo. Um, it, it, it was, it was like accompanied by a drop, a severe drop in body temperature. I felt absolutely cold. I don't know what that meant for my blood pressure. I typically have very low blood pressure. So maybe it dropped lower. I don't know. Um, I couldn't walk. Um, did you fall? Did you fall down? I didn't fall. Luckily <laughs> I was, you know, from the kitchen to the couch in the living room is, is 20 paces. So I was able to quickly get to the couch and, and lay down. But what was unusual was because of the, you know, the dizziness and nausea and the drop in body temp. And I felt like I might vomit. Um, I, but my legs were twitching. Um, I, I thought this is odd. Um, I'm having twitching in my legs. And I remember looking at my hands and my hands were, were shaking. Um, and I just thought, okay, well, I used to get migraines um, starting at a young age, ending college years. I've grown out of them, thankfully. And I thought, wow, this is like a migraine on steroids or but beyond and beyond. I, I, I don't know how to categorize this experience. Looking back on it, I sh probably should have called an ambulance. I, you know, I'm just but I'm rationalizing it like mm, I, I can get through this just a little little nap or something. Um, and I just I, I'm usually tough about medical situations and I don't want to be a wimp, a deemed a wimp. So um, but I just was really disturbed by the fact that three hours passed on that couch. I don't know if I lost consciousness. Um, I don't know if it was sleep. I, if it was sleep, it wasn't restful. Um, there was nothing restful about it. And I could not walk the 20 feet from the couch to the kitchen door to let my cat in from the deck. He had to stay on deck for three hours. So, so did it continue through the evening? Did you have other injuries that surfaced over time? between that period of time and when you're supposed to get your second shot? Yes, yes. So what happened? So what evolved was um, the, the, actually the two days following that day. So it was the second, third and fourth day post-vaccine, the first dosage, um, were the worst set of neurological symptoms and the most frightening. And then what evolved after that was another subset or set of symptoms that was equally uh, 
you know, disturbing, I would say. So, so the, the two days after that, that day, particular day, it was terrible headaches. Um, what really disturbed me is I'm usually very articulate. Um, I'm a writer um, for fun. I write poetry. I've, I've always had, you know, been strong in the language arts. Um, I noticed in my journals on grocery lists, even in my notes, I was misspelling words. <clears throat> and I'm a, I'm a, I'm an impeccable speller. Um, so this is, this is brain fog. This is what we call yeah, uh, brain fog. one of the elements of brain fog. One okay. Of the elements, yep. Um, letters being transposed, maybe almost like dyslexia, which I've never had. Um, I could not follow simple conversations. Um, I could not remember details from conversations. I could not hold conversations like a normal human being. Um, um, I, I couldn't remember names. My mom texted would me. You do, would you just lose a train of thought in the middle of a sentence? Would you forget it, that you it, said something yeah. to your husband the night before? It, 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 it could be that, or even just like things that should be familiar became unfamiliar, um, if that makes any sense. My mom saying her friend Jack, and I could not think. My mom has one friend named Jack. I couldn't retrieve who's Jack. And I said, who's Jack? And as soon as I sent that message, I thought, I know who Jack is. Is this what my dad has Alzheimer's? Is this what Alzheimer's is going to be like? You know, is this like a precursor? Um, mm -hmm. So it, it, it was really upsetting and disturbing. And I, I couldn't even finish a task. You know, I'd go from one room to the next and this would be unfinished. That would be started. And I thought, oh, my gosh, I can't even like finish simple tasks. Thank goodness I'm not working right now. I don't know how I'd function. So what at what point did you reach out to the medical community and start going to them and asking them to examine you and to do more tests? So yes, so it was 10 days prior to that that 48 hour episode, the first one um, that I so May 14th, I had a telehealth uh, phone um, conversation with, my um, internist, I see both a nurse practitioner and a doctor at that practice, and they um, they, they kind of work hand in hand. I feel like the, the doctor supervises the nurse practitioner. I usually see the nurse practitioner, but the, in this case, I saw the doctor, and um, I told him about that that very troubling episode and, and said, could that have been a seizure, a stroke? I, I don't know, something neurological. Um, it wasn't like a typical migraine. I've had migraines. This was like an event. And then I explained to him that I, that the body inflammation began about the time period that I was talking to him. And it's, it's this body on fire feeling. And so the neurological things that those three days of that concentrated serious time kind of dissipated, but turned into this, uh, I guess, neuroinflammation or a, a histamine reaction. I don't, I still don't know what to call it. Is it All right. So what, but what, tell us about when you, when you, the doctors examined you, what they concluded, what they diagnosed, if anything. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, um, so that doctor, you know, just through telehealth, he said, well, I've heard all the symptoms, the gamut, and and do you think it could be your um, the one anxiety med that I was on, the one pharmaceutical that I, I was on, nothing else besides that? And I thought, huh, okay, you know, um, these anti-anxiety, antidepressant meds can cause neurological issues. Fair enough, um, maybe. And so I weaned myself off of that, and the inflammation got worse. Um, and so I saw the nurse practitioner in person on, it wasn't until the beginning of June, June 8th. Um, I saw him and also on June 17th. 
for a repeat, like a follow-up from the blood work he did on June 8th and the CAT scan that he ordered on June 8th. But it was clear to me when he entered the room and I have a good rapport with him, five, six years, and he's the one I prefer to see. He's actually more engaging and warmer. Um, he said, well, I spoke with Dr. So-and-so and, -so, and uh, you think you're having adverse reactions and we think it's migraines. He, he had pretty much in my mind, um, from what he's indicating, pre-decided that this was migraines. And I said, so really? I said, so did you did you ask him and I mean directly and say that could this possibly be linked to the vaccine shot? Yes. And yes. what did he say? It's he said, migraines. No. no, he said no. You've had you've had migraines before. Um, I think it's just migraines, and they're going to resolve. Don't worry. I think they're going to resolve. And well, said, how really how does a migraine equal uh, inflammation? I exactly. And, and I, I even pointed to, because I, I try to take really good notes, and maybe it's to a fault, I don't know. But I pointed to, I said, muscle weakness in hands, because that was beginning. I was doing dishes, and all of a sudden, I felt like I, was, I couldn't grip the bowl, and it was going to drop out of my hands. And then I was having trouble gripping pens and objects, um, my stiffness and weakness all at the same time. Like, it's hard to write. I like really i said migraines so you didn't get it you so so basically what you're telling us is that you did not get a link between the vaccine shot and no, any the of the only, ailments no the only thing that i felt i guess mildly helpful was from the, the telehealth visit the, the first one with the doctor i said at the end of the visit after okay i'm going to go off of this um, anti-anxiety medication and see what happens i said but but wait wait what if this inflammation continues? Do I get the second dose? And he said it was the most drawn out syllable. It was, well, um, I would say no. And I thought, okay. And I wanted to get the second dosage. I wanted to knock this out of the park. I just wanted to get it over with so that I can visit my dad in nursing home care so I can resume my life in some kind of normalcy. And um, so that was the one piece of advice that I guess that night before the second vaccine, I kind of that replayed in my mind. And I thought, you know what? I am going to cancel this as much so as he I was he, the doctors. It sounds as if the doctor was admitting to you that there may be there may be a link because his advice was not to take the second shot of Moderna. Right. Right. But right. I, so I I haven't requested documentation. I, I, I'm, I can almost guarantee that that's not documented, you know, is my feeling. And I just, yes, they insisted, insisted on migraines after that. And, and I had a rash of nerve pain type of rash on my back, small concentrated area. And when I was able to see the nurse practitioner in person, um, I asked him, you know, to look at my back. I tried showing him the photographs of the progression of this. He wouldn't even look at my back, did not even physically examine my back or look at the photos. I said, could this be shingles? Could this be reactivation of Epstein-Barr? I said, I've had mono before. This feels like mono times a thousand. I said, no, no, it's, I really think it's migraines. And the, the most disturbing part to me was I said, um, should I see a neurologist or a rheumatologist? And he said, no, because a neurologist is gonna, just going to say these are migraines and they're going to resolve. And a rheumatologist is just going to say that muscle weakness in your hands is arthritis. 
that, right, that so just, three, that three just, months later, we're three months later into September 2021 now. Yes. Have all these ailments continued? Have they have they gotten worse? Have you seen uh, more doctors, more specialists I, that have focused yeah. on what this is all about? Yes. The, the neurological, thankfully for me, uh, symptoms have subsided. The muscle weakness um, and the things that really happened in the way beginning that were very disturbing and you know, very unsettling have subsided. The, the inflammation or what might be neuroinflammation or um, mast cell activation or histamine reaction um, has continued, but in an episodic manner. Um, I have seen a dermatologist who said the rash on my back was nothing. I've seen urgent care twice. Um, urgent care was the only one who gave me some sort of relief for the rash on my back, a steroid cream prescription. And strangely, the dermatologist called it nothing, but I asked if I should continue the steroid cream and he said, yes. Did anyone, odd, um, did anyone say to you that you are suffering from anxiety? They didn't, but I, it, it was almost implied because it is in my history. Uh, but nobody actually said that. Yeah. Okay. Um, because because we have heard nothing. The, the reason I'm asking is because we yes. have heard from other people that some of the doctors, even though there are physical ailments and they're manifested, you know, by, by the tests, even though some of the tests come back, you know, like an MRI or a D-dimer test sometimes comes back normal, but the physical manifestations are there when they visit the doctors, and even though they exist. Sometimes the doctors are telling some of these patients who have been injured by the vaccines that they're suffering, that it's in their head, suffering from anxiety. Did anyone basically tell you that you were kind of crazy? Um, it was never, it was never said to me that I was crazy, but what's very interesting to me was, um, you know, so being dismissed by a dermatologist being, um, I actually sought out an immunologist that was recommended um, through someone in the support group. And I was appreciative of that. She had success in seeing this um, immunologist in our, my city. Um, and so, and I, he made a connection for her that it was vaccine related um, adverse reaction. For me, I saw him a few months after she did because she was in the medical field and was vaccinated earlier. And so I kind of come later in the curve. And I feel like there was a shift in maybe his attitude um, he the first his first priority even though i made it clear i was there for concern post-vaccine adverse reactions his mm -hmm. first order of business was that i should complete my vaccination and get john's uh get another vaccination to complete my vaccination you mean moderna and he said I'm not, um he wanted me to do johnson and johnson because it's a non-mrna so whoa, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, some, wait, 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 Nicole, hold on for a second. Correct me if I'm wrong here. Sure. You did get the Moderna, right? For the first shot or was that Pfizer? Yes. No, which the Moderna. Was it? it was first Moderna. Mm -hmm. And so when you saw this other doctor, like it was one doctor told you not to get the second shot. Then you went to another doctor and he suggested you mix the shots and get a J and J. Yes. Yes. That seems he, like he, that seems that, that would complete my. Value. 
Well, yeah, but that also means that 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 second doctor, I mean, I would have interpreted that to mean that the second doctor thought that your reaction had something to do with the first vaccine shot. Exactly. Exactly. But it was it was it was odd because it's like when you when they're like almost speaking out of both sides of their mouth. It, so you're telling me that's your primary concern is me completing my vaccination to be fully vaccinated and protecting myself, protecting others. But then he went on to say that what I described to him um, couldn't possibly be an adverse reaction because it has to be within four hours of receiving the vaccine. Who and said that? 48 to you? hours. Right. Who said that to you that it has to be within he, four hours? Mm -hmm. He said no. The second he, the immunologist. Oh, sorry. Well, that's not necessarily true. That's oh, not sorry. necessarily true at all. I mean, that that the you know, CDC has changed their their numbers. They've inflated them for some parts of this uh, pandemic. They've deflated them for others. And at the same time, they basically have come out, and I think it still stands today, that unless you have an, uh, if you die within the 14 days after your second shot, they don't even call that. If you, if you die outside of the f 14 days after your second shot, then that's not considered a vaccine reaction. So the definitions change um, for purposes that are suspect at this point. Where, do, where does your life stand today? So where my life stands today, I would best describe it as feeling like I'm in limbo. Um, I'm half vaccinated, which means um, I, you know, I can still visit my dad in nursing home care with a mask. But I um, right now, if I were to job hunt and um, I want to volunteer, um, you know, at a children's hospital locally, I can't do any of those things if I'm not fully vaccinated. I don't think I'd be able to find gainful employment without being fully vaccinated. I can't go to concerts. I have a concert scheduled, rescheduled things in February. I'm guessing probably won't be able to go to that. Um, so my life is completely on pause. I'm, I feel stuck in limbo. And um, I, do I want to see any more doctors? No, no. I've, I've, uh, I don't want to say I've given up, but I'm really frustrated. And, um, and you know the the money tallies up. Um, I have a very supportive uh, system. My mom, you know, said I will help you with finance. You know, if you guys need money, whatever, I I'm here. I'm here to back you, which I appreciate. But I but I say to her, do I want to spend more money? Do I just want like where's the money? Who who are we giving this money to? And who are we helping? And who should be helping me? Uh, you know, it it just the ebb and flow of it. It just it does. I I I don't like the feel of it. Um, yeah. Can't so, so basically you're not you're not you're not getting any answers. That's the bottom line. You're not getting any answers. You have no peace of mind. You're in limbo. Do you ever do no, you foresee not getting a second shot? I'm in limbo. Do you foresee getting a second bad, shot? Do you foresee getting a second shot? Um, you know, I I considered it, you know. Almost more so in the way beginning, you know, if something better comes down the pike, so to speak. Um, but I, I don't feel like anything is being proposed. Um, I, I don't see anything being forecast as it, nothing's sold me. And um, so 
until I can get answers from the medical community, then why should I put myself out there and put my health on the line? Because if I do have another reaction to XYZ vaccine, um, who's going to help me? I doubt anyone. And I don't know if anyone is able to. I, I don't know. I don't know how to approach it if, if people lack the knowledge or if they have the knowledge and they're not sharing it and they're not helping purposefully. I don't know. Like, I don't know who to trust. I hate to sound that way, but I don't trust. So if I can feel like I'm safely getting a second vaccine and can, and if there's someone nearby medical that could help me if something serious takes place, because I don't want to die in a, in, in a pharmacy, you know, or in a hospital, like getting a second shot. Like it's, it's, it just seems ridiculous. So how I'm do you feel? But I'm, I, yeah. So how do you how do you feel about the fact that uh, President Biden has come out today and mandated that all federal workers are to get their vaccines? And if that it, and it by definition that includes you know two shots if it's Pfizer, Moderna, and we the U.S. government hasn't yet. There's still conflicting voices on this on whether or not people should get boosters. But how do you feel knowing what you've gone through that the Biden administration is now demanding that people get their vaccine you know, I just, for, for I, federal government. I feel like just a thousand reservations because I realize that I am part of a minority group, but we exist and we are people, whether there's five of us, 500 of us, 50 of us, or 5,000, it doesn't matter. We are people. And so if, if, if we have not been able to be helped, um, then, you know, God forbid someone else have like a very serious reaction. And I realize there are people much worse than me that I have my support group who typically they have the second dosage of whether it be Pfizer or um, they're worse off than I am with neurological tremors. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm feel lucky, but um, I just, in good conscience, it, it just doesn't feel right. It, it, I don't know. It, it, it I, I feel so much uh, co like cognitive dissonance about it. Um, it just, it doesn't feel right until we can have like full disclosure, um, honest, like an honest system. Yes, you know, just like anything else in my life, anytime I've taken a medication, I've gotten full disclosure on side effects. And I read those side effects. Let's because, go back to the, let's you know, go back. Prepared. I don't know. I'm let's go back to the prepared. very beginning, Nicole. Let's go back to the day that you got the shots. What was told to you about the side effects? And do you feel that you have had informed consent? Um, I, you know, basically, yeah, I was given, you know, the, the brochure, the form. And so nothing verbally, but I was told, you know, to read through the, everything and sign it. So I think I was consenting to it, like what I read was the very basic, you know, like the arm pain um, and like flu-like symptoms that can, you know, lay, put you in bed, lay you up for a few days and you can have fever. Almost, you know, in my mind, like what, what it might be like to get COVID, um, you know, and it makes sense given, you know, what the vaccine is. So, you know, I was mentally prepared for those things, but I was not mentally prepared for this, this, this whole unknown realm of like neurological and, and, and 
inflammatory. It's just, and it's like a pile of symptoms. It just like accumulates or it morphs. One thing become, you know, may end, but it's, it's, it's so, it's so overwhelming because the trajectory, it, it's not this linear um, with any type of like a disease or, or just scientific um, issue where there's a clear beginning, middle and end. This isn't that. Um, I can feel great for weeks. And then um, I have found that through my diet, um, I have had to change my diet. I'm a vegetarian 23 years um, and I can't do dairy. That's, I'm allergic, allergy to dairy. I'm not a true vegan, but uh, I can do some egg. But I've had to re redo my whole diet um, to a low histamine diet, which the support group helped me with. Um, and I was not happy about that because things like spinach, high in histamines, tofu, fermented, high in histamines. These are staples to my diet. Um, my diet's already pretty limited. Um, but in making those changes, I feel a heck of a lot better. Tons. Taking But no, do but no doctor, never, did, but, any doc did any doctor no. tell you to change your no. diet? This was a self-help group Absolutely. that you're part of. Absolutely. This is through support group. This is all through the support group. And right away, the, the nurse that um, I consulted with, the, who I know, who uh, helped me get into this group, she recommended um, a, um, I, I know the name of it, it's an antihistamine. They call it like an H2 blocker, a histamine 2 blocker uh, used for um, like acid reflux. And I'm um, just an over-the-counter. And she said, take that three times a day. And I had one of those terrible headaches um, with the confusion and, and nausea and dizziness. And I took this and it, it helped within half an hour. Whereas Advil didn't do a thing. Um, the normal over-the-counter pain relievers did nothing for this type of inflammation. So I knew that this is like a different breed of inflammation. This is nothing I've experienced before. I can't treat it. But that's so I did not only that histamine blocker, that antihistamine for acid reflux, I also added um, an allergy antihistamine that was recommended by the group, which is an H1 blocker. And combining the two helped me significantly so in addition in, to changing my diet. All right. So, so in wrapping up, what is it that you specifically think that the public needs to know from your experience? And what would you recommend to people in terms of uh, any concern about any of these vaccine shots? You know, I, I'd love to say, like, I'm always an advocate of, you know, um, you know, be your own advocate for your health, um, do your homework, do your research, but I don't know what you're going to find um, if it's going to be honest information that you're going to find. Um, so that's a tough one to answer, um, but still do your homework, think it through, um, maybe have, have a plan of action in case you are one of this minority group that has an adverse reaction. Um, just have a plan with a support system, uh, somebody, uh, you know, that you can text right away, you know, um, that, that can get you, it need be to an ER or to get medical consult. But again, how much they can even help us once you arrive to those situations, it's, uh, I, I don't know. So it's, yeah, it's, to me, it's just, it's a very frustrating, sad situation.
Um, I know. I wish I had the answers. I really do. Well, Nicole, thank you for sharing your story with us. And I'm sorry you've gone through this and it's been such a such a long journey for you, you know, and, and we hope that you that you get better in the very near future and get the help that you need. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you.